Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So we did get some good news, some positive news that we've been waiting for all week. And it is a moment where we can all exhale, at least for now. I mean, look, these things, you never know how it's going to work out here. But obviously a great sign where Hamlin is able to communicate. And, of course, the feel-good story, did we win and all that stuff. But you have uh, Demore Hamlin um, getting better, which makes us feel better about Having football games to be excited for this weekend. I mean, obviously the thoughts are still with him, and you want him to get fully healthy, and obviously they may take some time and, and you know what they have to do to, to get him back to normal and all of that. But, man, thank goodness that it seems to be headed in the right direction, and you can feel good if you're the Bills about playing this weekend potentially, or really any player, doesn't matter, any franchise, obviously all the – teams in the NFL, first and foremost, thinking about DeMar Hamlin. So, and all of us as fans, because we talked about it earlier in the week, man, with the way that things were looking and anticipating potentially things getting worse, how disastrous would that be? It'd be horrible. Nobody would feel like playing or watching these games. So in just a couple of short days, you get a great update and you could start to feel good about all right, you know what? He's feeling good. And, you know, his father telling the Bills that he would want you to go out there and play. Those are all exciting developments. And it sets up a big week 18 in the NFL. And I'm sure there's going to be a ton of talk and focus on Demar Hamlin and tributes. We're already, you know, hearing about the jerseys that are going to be worn, you know, in pregame stuff. And you've seen some fields being painted with the number three, um, you know, in, in tribute to Hamlin. It's going to be, and it was feel good too, where you had a lot of people donating a ton of money uh, to Hamlin's charity. It's for one, social media was actually used for something good, where people came together um, for Hamlin. So I I think it's going to be a very emotional, very touching week 18 in the NFL as things will get wrapped up before the postseason, starting with two games Saturday, technically tomorrow, as it is officially a football Friday here on the fan after midnight. And you know, we'll get plenty into the picks and stuff like that. The perfect parlay will have the hottest picks in the game with Taylor Mathis. So there's a lot to do throughout the course of this five-hour show for you. But, man, it feels good. I'm excited that we can come on the air and talk uh, about Hamlin and the fact that he seems to be on the mend here and recovering and get excited for these Week 18 games. Now, as far as the locals go, you have the Giants who still have not decided what they're going to do. I think it looks like they're going to end up resting some of their guys. How that's going to look uh, on the field on Sunday, you know, whether they start and then get out of there after a series or a couple of series or a half, I have no idea. But you just get the feel. They haven't said anything yet. You just get the feel 
that the Giants are not going to go full bore against the Eagles this weekend. I think that might be a mistake. Again, not the end of the world. If it were me and our Brian Dable, I'd be looking to capitalize on that momentum after last week against the Colts and be trying to go out there and compete and potentially beat the Philadelphia Eagles. You look at what has gone on with the Jets, and you know I know the Jets game is, as far as standings go, irrelevant this week. I know Miami needs the game, but I'm talking about for the Jets. See, they've been eliminated, so it doesn't mean anything. However, you know, you want to have a feel-good uh, to your, your finale and go out there and take care of a division rival and at least send them back into I know Robert Sala is going to be wanting this one just as bad as any other one. Will the players follow suit? Who knows? And we'll find out if coaches will be fired or what changes Woody Johnson may make as you start to get rumblings that he may interject and all that stuff. But you hear the comments yesterday that I found, if not extremely irritating, flat out disturbing by Mike LaFleur. And I, on one hand, commend him for his honesty. Hey, you know what? In hindsight, eh, maybe we shouldn't have started Zach Wilson the way that we did. Maybe we should have had him sit and learn a year. But the other part of me is saying... No bleep, Sherlock. I mean, if me, little old me, Sal was doing this radio show and TV sometimes, if little old me can sit here and say, hey, he's not ready. Why don't you have a veteran quarterback start? Now, I was saying this before he took the field in week one. Just like, hey, you know what? If it were my team, I'd rather have a veteran starter and then groom the, the young quarterback, let him learn, then get the rookie in there. Eventually, after he sits for a little bit, and then transition to him. But then after watching him in week one, are you kidding me? After watching Zach Wilson on the football field in week one of his rookie season, I knew immediately he was overmatched. Get him off the field. How can you not see that? So there is a... A major problem within that organization that if little old me, little old Salagata on the fan on the overnights, if I can see that this kid is not ready, what are you doing to him? You're going to root him, sit him down. How come they couldn't see that? Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, LaFleur, Woody Johnson, if he's sticking his nose in the, in the football operations. Now, look, I understand as the owner, he's going to make hires and fires and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, my goodness, let the football people do what they need to do. Who's making these decisions? Who is torpedoing this franchise continuously? It's got to stop. LaFleur admitted it. They screwed him up. Now, it doesn't mean that it's over for Zach Wilson, and I'm not absolving Zach of all the blame here. Or of any blame. Obviously, he gets some. But how can LaFleur say that? Yeah, you know what? We probably should have let him. Dude, that's the whole point. You just made my whole point that I've been screaming about for two years. You ruined him. The number two pick in the draft, your premier asset. I don't care about all the other picks that Joe Douglas has made that are great. It's about the quarterback. The number one asset in the organization. Well, you know what? In hindsight, we probably should have let him sit and learn. You think? 
You think? That's what good teams would have did two years ago. And that is why I've been saying this week and a little bit of last week, the Jets need to go get Matt Ryan, assuming he gets cut by the Colts after the season, have him be the veteran that they needed two years ago and mentor Zach Wilson. I know it's year three, but you know what? The Jets are so far behind their own rear end, they have no choice. Infuriating. I couldn't believe it when I read that. I mean, I knew it. I knew that that was the case, but to hear them admit it, it was both refreshing and frustrating at the same time. Anyway, so that was the biggest takeaway that I had from yesterday. But you look ahead to week 18, you know, we'll see what the Jets can do, we, uh, who's going to compete. And by the way, we don't even know Zach Wilson may be starting, which if it were me, no. No more up and down, back and forth, dress, don't dress, benching, learning, resetting, rebooting, and then throwing him out there again. No, don't do it. I don't want to see Zach Wilson anymore. Not until next year. I don't care who you got to start. Flacco, whoever, let this be his swan song. If Mike White can't go, and it's seeming more likely that that's going to be the case. But a another tough year for the Jets, even in a year that was a lot of positive. There was a lot of positive developments for the Jets. Even in a year like that, it ends in disappointment and frustration. And just know that there's going to be the idea of the Grim Reaper lurking for LaFleur for Robert Sala, and that this organization yet again could have another reset. I'm not saying that I know that's going to happen. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm saying that it feels like it's a possibility that that could happen. Don't just assume, well, it's only year two and it's not right to fire Sala after two years. Don't just assume that because that may be fair, like you can't evaluate somebody after two years, that that's going to be the case here. Anyway, back to the games that matter. For the Giants, this is the final, you know, it's not even a tune-up, but they put the stamp on their terrific season a week ago against the Colts, clinching their playoff berth. We don't know how they're going to treat this game in Week 18 against Philadelphia, but it is their final, you know, final time we'll see them before it gets real. Where we expected they'll play Minnesota, but obviously that's not determined yet. But the final tune-up for the Giants before the wild card game in a week from you know Saturday, whenever that may be. Giants can play Saturday, Sunday, or Monday in the wild card game, obviously, as you know about wild card weekend. And then we could have some more fun talking about Daniel Jones in the postseason. Remember, anything that Daniel Jones has done prior to that wild card game is going to be irrelevant once kickoff takes place. Three, four years of football, doesn't matter. Year one up, year two, three down, turnovers, getting better, running the football, getting hurt, staying healthy, dable. None of that matters. Ultimately, in this town, you get judged on what you do in the postseason. And Daniel Daniel Jones, like everybody else that's come before him, will be judged by what he does in the postseason. And for the people who say that that debate is over, I think we've only just begun. Now, you can't debate whether Daniel Jones can win games in this league because he's already proven that. But there's another level to it. The Giants have reached stage two here. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. The Super Mario level two. 
They're in the playoffs now. Jones and the Vikings. What's he going to do in level two? Win or lose. I mean, obviously, to go out there and win a playoff game, that's a great thing. Hey, look what he could do. Go out there and flop. I'm not so sure you want to give him that five-year contract anymore that people are calling and talking about. You know, the other thing, obviously, that came out of news yesterday in regards to the NFL here and the scheduling, that the, to no surprise, the Bills and Bengals game is not going to be played, and that game will be canceled. And the NFL has a bunch of options that are going to be discussed, I guess, today to figure out how they're going to try to provide a fair solution for the seeding in the AFC. And look, it's an unforeseen circumstance, an act of God, if you will, and it happens. And it doesn't really matter to me, fair or not fair. Like You just have to deal with it. Whether they play the championship game in a neutral site, however they work it out, it's as long as they play the games here, and as long as obviously Hamlin gets back to full health, those are the you know Hamlin getting back to full health. Full health is the most important thing of the situation, and then we want to get onto the football field and talk about the games. Then yeah, just playing the games where the AFC Championship game is doesn't really matter. I know Bills fans will be upset or Bengals fans or Chiefs fans. Hey, you got to deal with it. That's the breaks. And Goodell, to his credit, is trying to be fair and trying to do right by everybody, and not give anybody an unfair competitive advantage that they didn't earn. But that's, you know, it's unfortunate that that may be the case. You know, of all the games, think about it, of all the games to get canceled, that was a rough one for the AFC, for the landscape of the AFC postseason. But that's the breaks. Bills will have to deal with it. Hey, maybe it'll be better for everybody. Playing that game at a neutral site in the event that those two teams, you know, the teams that were affected by the game being canceled in the seeding, if they do make the championship game. But where it didn't look likely maybe a few days ago or where there were questions about the full slate being played or if it were to be played, how it would feel, perfect timing with Hamlin getting better, which allows us to start to get excited about what should be a fun weekend of football this week 18 as we get ready for the two best weekends in sports that will follow with the wild card round and then, of course, the divisional round. 877-337-6666. we got plenty of baseball to get to today, too. The Yankees make another power move, hiring away my friend and co-worker from SNY, taking Omar I. What a power move for the Yankees front office. And... What's the latest with Carlos Correa? Not looking good, according to the latest update, although that might just be a scare tactic. We'll find out as we continue to await or hear on a deal or another agreement between Correa and the Mets. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.